best time to start the show. Outstanding from Jake Weatherall. He comes back for two. The 18th Big Bash 100, but the first in a final. Born and bred Romanian, Pavel Florin, the bodyguard. You look at him there. Always too square a jaw for TV as he's in. And the first ball is well flighted. episode of the Centre Wicket Podcast. We've got a massive show for you today. I'm Bray Loveridge and on, on the other side of the desk is Ethan Roth. Ethan, how are we? Yeah, good. And we've got another uh, big guest in the studio today. It's a big name. Uh, he's played seven first-class matches, four list-day games and 19 T20s. He was voted in the BBL Young Gun 11 in BBL 10 for guys who are 23 or under after playing every game for the Scorchers on their way to a grand final berth. He's also played for the Australian Under-19s, Cricket Australia 11, and is the current captain of Willison. Aaron Hardy, thanks uh, so much for coming in to be our last Centre Wicket guest. How are you going? Yeah, going good. Thanks for having me, lads. No worries. Yeah. So you're born in uh, Burnmouth, I think, is it? Is that correct? Uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth, but Bournemouth, yeah, play on. Uh, in the UK, for anyone that may not know. And then when you did relocate over here, talk us about growing up and attending Aquinas and your passion for cricket. Yeah, well, like you said, born in England. I don't, I don't remember England at all. So I came over here when I was really young. Um, but in terms of cricket, it was just my old man really liked playing cricket. So it was always down at the nets or in the backyard from from a young age. And then lucky enough to to attend Aquinas for for high school, play a lot of cricket for them, and and yeah, just fell in love with the game. There's been some superstars come out of a yeah, Aquinas, sure very talented has. school. Uh, but did you always want to be a cricketer, and or was there another direction you wanted to follow? Because I was doing a bit of reading. I think you got something like a 98 ATAR, and you're still uh, studying, so quite a smart guy. Uh, yeah, I always did want to be a cricketer. Um, I've always put a pretty high value on being pretty well-rounded. Um, so if it's if it's at school, I always tried really hard at school. Um, still like to go to uni, and it gives you bit of balance and a bit of perspective on your cricket career so I always always like to keep things balanced yeah nice so what are you studying uh, I'm doing finance so I've finance. almost finished my finance degree yep yep yeah. nice uh developing up the ranks you captain WA for the under 19s and onto victory for the national champs in 2017 which led to an Australian selection scoring 85 against Pakistan these must be some real highlights of your career to date yeah definitely I think yeah, you always play to, play to win and have that t- team success. So to be able to go to Adelaide and win the under-19s, um, yeah, it's probably up there with, with one of the highlights of my career. Um, a lot of the boys who, who are in that team are still really good friends with now. So Cam Green I still still see all the time and, and blokes like Brad Hope and Matt Spores, they, they have been a big part of my cricket journey. So to, to be able to go through that with them and be able to celebrate a, a win was, was an awesome experience. And what were the emotions like when you dismissed Joe Root in a tour game and Virat Kohli not long after and the headlines around the world that came with that? Yeah, I was a bit, bit shocked. Um, I was still, I was nowhere near a professional cricketer when I got uh, Joe Root out. That was a bit of a call in for a game. Um, 
was getting smashed. Appealed for a LBW, got him given out, caught behind. Um, and then, yeah, Virat Kohli was much the same. Um, he was all over me and then he hit one back to me. So they're good names to have to have in the pocket, but um, I still I don't quite think I've got the number over them yet. And in 2018-19, you top scored with 115 against the ACT, facing the likes of Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood. You took your best figures, 6 for 41 for Willerton. Is this uh, when WA and Scorch's contracts came your way? And was it, how surreal was it this period in your yeah, career? Yeah, I think that period was, that was when I was on a rookie contract. So um, on the back of the 19s the year before, I'd, I'd earned myself a rookie contract and yeah, to go out and that was my first Futures game as on contract to be able to go out and play against those guys um, and perform. Yeah, it was really, really pleasing after a big pre-season and yeah, that's kind of helped me on my journey to, to where I am today. Yeah, and all your debuts came in 2019, so how do they compare to each other from the Shield and one day debuts at the Wacker to BBL debut at the MCG? Yeah, yeah, the BBL was the, was the first game that I'd, I'd played in, as a, in the professional competition. Um, so to go over to, to Melbourne, I remember the morning of the game, I was I was walking just through Melbourne doing some shopping um, and kind of walked over a bridge and looked left and there was a big MCG there and my 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 guts felt a bit sick because I was like, holy, yeah, it's holy crap, I'm playing on that later today. Um, yep. But to be able to debut there was, was awesome in a, in a winning team and sing the song. Um, and then, yeah, it was a really proud moment being able to debut um, in the in the last Shield game of that season, so... That was yeah. an awesome season all around. Yeah, yeah, so in March 2020, uh, so around this time last year, you scored your maiden first-class century. What stands out from that knock on that day? Um, yeah, it's hard hard to pinpoint anything that stands out. I was probably just more more proud of the, the position that the game was in and to be able to fight back and, and give WA a chance to win that game. Um, yeah, at that point in this, this season, we, we needed a win to kind of have a chance of making the Shield final. Um, obviously, it got cut off due to due to COVID, but to be able to go out and they were a good bowling attack. Um, so, yeah, it's a really really proud day for me. Yeah. I think they were nine. You guys were nine down or something, and when you got your time, so it must have been pretty pretty nerve wracking. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I kind of got the message that we're going to declare at the end of the over when I was on ninety. So, kind of got rid of all the nerves because I, I had to go out and slog. So, probably probably helped me to get there. Yeah, and heading into this BBL season, do you think you had any chance to get a game with the squad? you guys had on paper and you did top score in game one so even though it was a slow start um it must be nice to sort of find a role and contribute to some wins especially back here yeah yeah it was it was a crazy bbo um at the start I, I knew that i was a chance for a game early on because a few of our boys either had some niggles or i can't remember exactly where they were but they were a part of the australian setup quarantine um, as well for the uk boys yeah exactly yeah. right so i knew there was probably going to be some opportunities early um i certainly didn't think i was going to play 17 games I, when you read out that i've played 19 20 20 games it's still still a bit crazy because they all go so quickly kind of yeah kind of lose track a bit but to be able to as you said perform perform well in the first game and, and keep building throughout the tournament was really pleasing yeah and getting to the into the back end of the tournament Give us a bit of insight, an insight into the hubs and what you got up to in there, and the guys you hung out with the most, and how did it, how you personally cope with it all, especially when you were supposed to be playing a home final in Perth, but then of course it got moved to Canberra because of the COVID situation. Yeah, it's certainly been been a challenging season in that sense. Um, I think as a squad and as I'm not just our team, but I'm sure all the teams were getting really good at 
that kind of coping with the uncertainty and coping with the unexpected changes. So we've been having to deal with that throughout the season. Um, back in the hotel rooms, it's just about spending time with, with the other boys, um, doing whatever we can within the within the hub rules to, to kind of keep ourselves busy and occupied. And like I said earlier, having having some study or something to do on the side is really helpful in, yeah. in those times. Yeah, and we know T20 cricket can be mentally draining. So as a bowler, when things aren't going to plan and, you know, you can get whacked around like all bowlers do, how do you bounce back when Ash Turner keeps giving you the ball? Yeah, I suppose you've got to take it take it each ball at a time. Um, bowling in 2020s, yeah, every ball is a contest within itself because um, the batsman can kind of at the drop of a pin go, all right, I'm going to try to hit this ball for six. So you've got to be, got to be ready and expecting everything. Um, I knew with our bowling attack, being the young bowler and the other the other boys are all stars, that they were all gonna, they kind of were gonna come at me pretty hard. So I kind of tried to flip that on its head and go, it's really good opportunity for me to get some get some big name wickets and really help the Scorchers get some wins. So it's all about that. A lot of planning goes into it and. Yeah, just trying to stay present for each ball. I think you had a shoulder injury um, that's been sort of troubling for a few years and you wear the arm sleeve. Is that all good yeah. now? Oh, I'd still, I still tape it for the games that I'm playing at the moment, um, but it's just a bit of an ongoing thing. So yeah. Yeah. it's all part of part of the game. Yeah, and on to the final. It was an almighty effort from the boys. You just fell short in the end, but obviously the game started in the chaos that, uh, with the Josh Phillippe mix-up where you, uh, you ended up running him out and then uh, they got a role through James Vince, obviously, who was in some incredible form. Getting so close must give you guys so much motivation to go one better next summer. Yeah, 100%. Um, we're, we're all obviously very disappointed after the game, but to kind of look back, look back and reflect on the season after the start that we had, to be able to turn that around when we, when we went home and, yeah, so many challenges throughout the season that to, to make the Big Bash Finals a massive achievement in itself... Um, so while there was a lot of disappointment, there was also a lot of pride in, in how we handled ourselves throughout throughout the yeah. tournament. Yeah, it's a, it is a great effort. And since you've been back and forth on the road, um, a win, loss and no result in the Marsh Cup and a couple of draws in your Shield campaign, how much are you looking forward to the challenge of the, the Vicks next on home turf? Yeah, definitely. We always we always love when we can come home and get to play on the Wacker. So to be able to challenge ourselves against some really good players in the Victoria team next week... Um, and with with the Queensland New South Wales game getting drawn this week, oh sorry, Queensland Victoria. Yeah, Queensland Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting drawn this week, it's kind of evens out the competition a little bit. Um, so massive opportunity f- for us in the next two games. Yeah, I think if the f- goes into mid-April that both the think, yeah the finals so are in yeah, mid-April. So it's it? been yeah. yeah a long long to- both our campaigns. Yeah, uh, but we briefly touched on it just before. But how good is it to spend some time back home? And being able to go surfing and do your other hobbies that yeah. you're into. Yeah, it's awesome to be able to be back in Perth. Um, yeah, I love spending time in Perth. Um, unfortunately, this season, most of the time I've spent in Perth has been in quarantine. So um, to be able to get home and, and spend some time out. and so Yeah, as you said, with the hobbies, going surfing and um, spending time with the family and friends has been, yeah, it's been awesome. Do you have anything planned for the off-season? Yeah, always a few, a few big plans for the off-season. So... Uh, try to go down south. Um, yeah, all the boys like to get down south, so yeah. there, there'll be yeah. a bit of a group of us head down there and then head up north after that and, yeah, just yeah. enjoy yeah. it. Down south's offer. always a great trip during the winter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, April time is, is yeah. awesome down south. Yeah. yeah, just a word on your career from here, sort of a two-part question. I'll, I'll ask the first one. Um, but how do you see yourself um, going through it? Like, you, do you think you're genuine around it or leaning to one or the other? And, yeah, how much time do you spend on, on both aspects of that? Yeah, I certainly, I certainly want to want to be a genuine all-rounder. Um, yeah, bat, if I can bat in the top six, uh, that's probably where I see myself. It's what I do in, in club cricket, and I've, I've really enjoyed that role. And then being able to yeah, contribute with the ball as well, it's, it's obviously very taxing to be able to do both. Um, but, yeah, the more you, can, more you can contribute to the games, the better. So, yeah, yeah I look, want to keep playing as many formats as possible and, yeah, contribute in as many ways as possible as well. Yeah, and do you find, like, in the Big Bash, obviously um, there was a lot of times where, you know, you and Ash Turner were, were next in. Um, do you find it hard when you say you have to come out with, like, less than an over or a couple of balls left and just have to go rather than, you know, having some time to get yourself in? Yeah, it's certainly a challenge which, which a lot of cricketers don't necessarily face. Um, but it's something we've trained for. Um, I've, I always knew since I've been playing for the Scorchers that I'm going to be batting in that probably seven, seventh position. Um, so more than often you are going to come out. So pre-season, this season, if I'm just having a normal net, it's something which the coaches really stress the importance of. Let's let's pretend these first six balls are the last over of a big bash game. And then yeah. after that, we can work on a little bit of technical stuff. So it's yeah. about having that mindset of being able to go from ball one. Yeah, go out and whack a couple. And uh, you've been dubbed as a potential future skipper of WA. So how much time do you spend on leadership on top of your Williton duties? Um, yeah, it's not it's not something I do in a day-to-day in a day-to-day thing in terms of studying it or anything like that. But I've I've enjoyed leading leading teams throughout my juniors and I love going back to Williton and, and getting around the boys there and kind of yeah, leading on field there. Um, I'm just yeah at the moment I'm kind of just focusing on playing some good cricket for WA and and seeing where things lead. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and we'll move on to some Q and A's quickly. We got one from assuming a good friend from WA, uh, Jake Carter, former guest who was on a couple of weeks ago. What do you like in your bird seed? What's the What's the story here? I'll, I'll let you explain <laughs> it. But I think I know. The story is: it was my first preseason, so it was couple of years ago it's quite young and yeah not 100% educated on the what it takes to be a professional cricketer and um, there's a fair bit of mayo on the story but I was getting headaches and I was losing a fair bit of weight in pre-season as, as you do with all the running and everything you put through and nutritionist looked in my lunchbox and what goes untold is that I had a big pasta some yogurt and everything and then next to it I had a fruit and nut mix and Word got out that all I eat is fruit and nut mix. Turned into bird food. Turned into budge. <laughs> now my nickname's budge. Yeah, so and still, that's still budge, story. still sticks. Yeah, it still sticks. There's a few other, few other nicknames in there as well. But I'll, out of them all, I'll take budge. I think. Yeah. yeah. And this one's from Fraser underscore Sack. Uh, realistically, how far can you take your career? Um, IPL, international cricket, or even English T20 leagues, etc. Oh, yeah. I'll obviously want to go as high as possible. Um, playing for Australia in Test cricket is certainly that's the number one goal. Um, but yeah, with with the different formats around the world now, um, yeah, I'd love to be able to go and play IPL one day. Um, play county cricket, play twenty twenty cricket over there. So yeah. at the moment, it's just yeah, playing as much cricket here in WA for mm. WA and the Scorchers, and then 
work hard in the off season rather than going to England or anything like that and then yeah keep improving and see what opportunities open yeah. up. Yeah, I think you win the IPL auction, but the IPL is weird, isn't it? Like, I saw Josh Phillip, he uh, ruled himself out just because he hasn't been yeah. home, so. Yeah, I don't blame him. He's been yeah. out since August, out I think since it August. is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and he just got home, probably just got out of quarantine as well, or about to, so it's a big, long stint. That's what, six months at mm. least. Yeah. Yeah, so it's certainly, it's big. I, I caught up with Flip while we were, when we were in Sydney for the final, and yeah, like you guys said, he's been he's been away for a long time, yeah. as a lot of the players have. So, um, looking after everyone's mental health and being able to spend some time at home is is equally as important. Yeah, yeah and I think it's just Flip and Stoinis. I think it was that's been away since that England tour. Yeah, that are still can't go back. Yeah, into the yeah. Well, Josh was quarantine. trying to get back to Perth over the Big Bash just for a couple of days, but yeah, it's kind of what happened to us. Every time we wanted to come back home, something would pop up. And yeah. We'd have to stay on the road, so yeah, no yeah. ideal. Yeah. Um, so we're moving to the quiz, the final quiz of the summer. Yeah. So you could take the honours here for the a lot of pressure. Yeah. So there's ten questions. We'll go through the leaderboard just to catch up, Ethan. We go at the bottom. We've got Ashton Turner and Liam O'Connor, so they're out no matter what. Basically, <laughs> they've got no chance of winning those two boys. Jake Carter's on six point five, which I think yeah we gave half a point because yeah. he got half the question right. Ryan Duffield's on seven. And then the two leaders, Ryan, uh, Travis Burt and Sean Terry on eight. eight. Yeah. So eight and a half will do you. Gets me yeah. the chalkies, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Whip, I whip, whipped this quiz up just this morning, so pretty rushed. But um, yeah, just on your stats. Start off, Bray. You want all to right. This one? What is your listed height in centimetres on the Cricket Australia website? Oh, I'd have to be 193, I would say. Correct. Correct. Probably. Uh, good start. Uh, how many other Scorchers players played every game in BBL 10? And a bonus point if you can name them. Oh, gosh. I could potentially work backwards. Depends how much time we've got. <laughs> um, I know Bang has missed a few. All the Poms missed a few. Mun has missed a few. Um, I'll take a stab and say seven. It's five. So it's <coughs> we had Fold Ahmed. Josh Inglis, Ashton Turner, Jai Richardson, and AJ Ty. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, question number three. Did you hit more fours or sixes in BBL 10? And a bonus point if you can guess how many of each you scored. I hit five sixes. Yeah. Remember, you got to yep. remember your sixes. That's right. Um, I reckon I hit less fours than that. Um, I can think of... Oh, I can think of five fours. Maybe hit more fours than sixes. I don't know. Maybe five of each. It was five sixes and six fours. So we'll go. We we'll go one. I mark reckon there. one. Yeah, one point because yeah, there was the bonus. It was yeah. pretty much half the bonus point. So we'll give you the one there. So, you want two. so that's two. Two yeah. from three. Uh, in what position did you finish on the most catches in BBL ten list for the Scorchers? Uh, I know I took ten catches. Bonus point for that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. You took heaps. I remember, like, there were so many catches on the boundary. You were always, always just under them. Don't underrate yourself here. <laughs> Number two? <laughs> Number one. Oh, really? You did get, you yeah. did get uh, the correct amount of catches, though, so... Yeah. Oh, is that half a point? We'll give a half point, All yeah. All right, two and a half. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we did it to Jake Carter, so we'll do it to you. Um, of how many... Question number five. Of how many balls was your maiden first-class century? I should know because my last ball of my innings was the ball I brought it up with. 
think it was around, I'm going to say 160s. Uh, we'll give yeah, a bit up. We, yeah, we'll give you a, another crack. Oh, 172. 177. Yep. <laughs> Very close. Ethan? Uh, the amount of wickets you've taken, the most amount of wickets you've taken in a season for Willerton all up is 22. Yep. In what year was this? Going back a while. What are we now? 2021. 17, 18? 13, 14. <laughs> really, according to my cricket. Jeez. Is that wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Is that first grade? <laughs> That's just all like all up. So right. any grade you played for Willerton. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, number seven. How many 50s did you score for Willerton in 2019-20? These are a lot harder than I thought it was. <laughs> um... 20, what was it, 2019-20? Yep. Before COVID. One. Four. Is this, wait, all competitions, 2020s included? Uh, Ethan, you wrote you wrote this up. Uh, so it's just, yeah, every, all up, I okay. think. Seven. Six. <laughs> so what are we on, 2.5? Yeah. You have to beat six. You can't be on the bottom with oh, Ash and Liam. I don't have much room for error now. <laughs> How many questions left? Uh, there's three with a couple of bonus points, I think. Uh, where are we? Number, number eight, eight Ethan. Yeah. Assuming you get this, but what player hit you for consecutive boundaries in your first over of Big Bash cricket? Ben Dunk. Yeah. Correct. Ben Dunk. 3.5. Am I right? Yeah. Number nine. In your last shirt... Mar- this is Marsh Cup, yeah. Okay, in your, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in your last Marsh Cup game, you bowled 10 overs. How many of them were maidens? One. It was one, yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah. Was yeah, it was just a mistake. Oh. I think it was one. All right, sorry. Yeah. Is that 4.5? Yeah, 4.5. Are we going to offer a bonus point in this question? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I, re- I reckon, because it, it's a who am I question, yeah. the first part is the birthday. If you can guess it on the birthday, right. <laughs> that's four. We'll give you five points. Okay. <laughs> if you guess it on, uh, where are we? On the how many games they've played, we'll give f- how many? Four or three? Just go all out four. Four. And just work, we'll work it yeah, down. Geez, this on could the take me to the lead here. Yeah, it, <laughs> Do exactly. I get one guess and then I'm done? We'll see how uh, we go. No, if, if you guess it, we'll just move on. Okay. You so want to you read can it, still. Yeah, I'll start. Yeah. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Or you? You can start. All right, first part. Who am I? I was born on the 1st of September 1992. Now, this is a, this could be five points, <laughs> if you can September. guess this. Nah. Nah. Well, Ethan, you can take it away. I'm assuming it's uh, a cricketer. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Um, and they've played 32 first-class games and 10 list A games. For WA? For WA and another state. You can say the state. The Victoria. 1992. Only 10 list A games. Yeah. More of a long form player. Simon Mackin. Correct. It was correct. That is. Four, and we four didn't even we didn't even uh, finish off the rest of the questions. So what was like that? Four points is. What are we on? Is that nine point five? <laughs> I think so. Hang on. Four, I mean, oh, 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. And then the rest of the group. Oh. It was just, I was contracted to the Scorchers in Bay Bello 4 
but never played a game and moved over east for 2020, 2021 uh, after eight years at the Wacker. Yeah, so I would have been I would have been all over that great great mate of mine, Simon Mackin. So for, there we go. Your cap for he did yeah. yeah threw me under the bus a little bit with some <laughs> stories on the when he presented the yeah, cap. Yeah, they but always do that. Very proud moment. So if I'm correct, that's 8.5. So we have a new quiz champion <laughs> for the 2020-21 uh, season. Yeah. I so feel like I've just been, been gifted the crown <laughs> well, with, with a big four-pointer there. Yeah, well, we'll try something different. want to make it interesting. want to make it nice and tight. Um, but yeah, a brand new quiz champion. The first, I guess, proper quiz we've done yeah. on the show with every guest that's come in the studio so we'll present you with your unofficial award <laughs> at the end <laughs> but we haven't quite prepared but uh ethan anything you want to touch on quickly no not really that's pretty much going to wrap it up aaron but uh yeah huge thanks for coming in look forward to seeing you in action for many more years to come so yeah best of luck with everything not a problem thanks guys thanks for having me yep so huge thanks for coming in once again we look forward to seeing well pretty much just repeating what ethan's saying yeah. but yeah best of luck uh but for us ethan it's the end of an era uh, we've been busy in the last couple of weeks preparing for a new era, I guess, of the yeah. show. But we'll announce that on the 21st of March. So that's going to be coming up. That's this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So 21st of March. Keep an eye out. Yep. So keep across, look out for all the socials. But we want to thank all the other boys, Luca, Cal, Noah, for all their uh, dedication over the last <laughs> while. Uh, but of course... Anyone that's all also thanks to all the guests that come in, including Aaron. Uh, but and the listeners as well. Yeah, thanks to the listeners as well. Um, but this has been is the end of the journey for the Center Week podcast. We hope we can see you in the next couple of weeks for our brand new show. Until then, it's goodbye.